welcome to another episode of Paranormal Rabbit Hole. Well, the Paranormal Rabbit Hole, but the Paranormal Rabbit Hole. We're here! Um, and we're ready to talk about some paranormal stuff. Or some strange, unexplained stuff, actually, this time. Uh, I kind of thought, why not... Why not do this episode today? Um, just because I kind of already already planned it until for this week, and and of course I had to had to be able to record on today when we find out the uh, the news. So we'll get into that in just a second. Uh, but as usual, Instagram the Paranormal Rabbit Hole Podcast. Go check us out there. Follow us there. We're doing great things now. We're gonna get boosted up. Uh, by just kicking it, kicking it out, kicking out the the jams, I guess. I don't know what whatever you want to call it. Um, but I'll tell you this: it's going to get better on our Instagram page. So be there. We want you to. Um, and I hope you guys enjoyed last week's episode, the creature double feature. Sometimes we throw in these little one-off monsters that don't really have much of a big story in with another monster like that, and you know we just kind of give them a little spotlight to share. Um, kind of like at the beginning, we did a little few little alien episodes that I was like, oh, you know, I just want to kind of cover these quick basis about aliens and <clears throat> not really get into the story. I apologize for that cough, but not really get into the story of, you know, these stories that I want to talk about because I want to flesh them out later on down the line, like Betty and Barney Hill. Um, uh, I think in two weeks, we're going to do the Gulf Breeze incident. So, Beep, beep, um, the golf breeze. I'll give you guys a pre a pre a prequel pre Q view. I don't know what I'm saying, uh, but no, I'll give you guys a, a little preview of of the golf breeze incident. Uh, at one point in time, he is outside with his shotgun, yelling at the aliens. Now you got to think this is this is a residential neighborhood that he's in in Florida, and near near an army base. <clears throat> you know, uh, was he on at jets? Maybe who knows? But some strange things happen. Some strange things happen, and there is there is a military role underneath a vehicle. There's a military role underneath the vehicle, boys and girls. You're going to love it. It's a great episode. I can't wait to go over it with you guys. That's going to be in two weeks. Um, if it gets pushed back, it gets pushed back, but that's only because, you know, something happened because that show's happening in two weeks. I guarantee it. Two weeks. Oh, no, wait. Oh, oh, no. Oh, no. Yeah, we're good. We're good. We're good. Okay. I was like, oh, wait, no, we're not good. <laughs> I can't do it in two weeks. Uh, but no, I can't. I've 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 pre-planned. That's why the show next week is pre-planned, um, and it kind of ties in. Kind of ties. In. It it really it kind of ties in with a little bit, just a a kind of tiny bit, uh, with what we're going to talk about tonight. Just because it deals with the ocean, so um, that's what we're going to get into right now. Uh, as I'm sure you all have have heard, and by now have really heard. Uh, the Sunday, um, on father's day, 
the Titan submersible for Ocean Gate uh, submarine tourism. I guess you could call it that. But for Ocean Gate, uh, the submarine company, they do tours to, they do dives down to the Titanic. They drive their boat out with a submersible uh, and they go out to the Titanic and dive and just kind of do tourist dives for the Titanic. Kind of illegitimate. It's legitimate, but it's illegitimate. Like, obviously, um, this company has had issues every single time. It's either had to scrub dives because the submarines break because they're so junk rigged that they're practically falling apart or like their ballast pipes, their ballast pipes for those submarines were just like, you know, plumbing metal. That that's it. They were controlled with a PlayStation controller and three computer screens. And like watching them seal them in there. I, I mean, there's no way to get out from an upper hatch. There's no upper hatch. They bolt you in from from the side. You're bolted in. You cannot get out. And that's it. Uh, but they they didn't they didn't make it to the Titanic. Actually, they had a uh, hull integrity issue, and the submarine imploded. Um, now, while that's that's terrifying, lucky and I hate saying this because it's morbid as as all get out. It's morbid as hell. But it's true, and and this is scientific here, folks. This is this is a, well, it's not really scientific, but it does have a hint of science in it. When a submarine implodes, um, that's the best possible thing that in their situation that they were in currently, as of survivability, if they were completely intact with oxygen, that that's what would be more like you'd be more you if you ran out of oxygen. I mean, either way, either way, because if you run out of oxygen, you're going to sleep. And I'm sorry if this is terrifying you, but, you know, trigger warning. Um, and I'm, I hate, I hate saying that because, you know, I shouldn't have to tell you that. You should just, you know, if you can't take it, turn it down. And that's what we're going to do here. <clears throat> so an implosion is they have even a small little scratch in the glass or a little dent in the hole that can cause it a big problem when it's going down because there's a in in the ocean there's this little crushing current uh the further down you you go though the more pressure you know, the more weight of the ocean is coming in on you i mean the weight is pushing in that ocean is trying to fill that space that you're in and it's gonna do it no matter what uh if there's a hairline fracture or a small scratch, because then it just, it blows up on the inside and just basically collapses into itself like a dying neutrino star. Um, but uh, no, realistically, they, they have this, they have this, terrifying event to to go through now in case of implosion it's instant like you don't even know you're dead it just happens and then all of a sudden you're like hey you're gone that's it shows over you're up in heaven or you're wherever you you're supposed to be in your religion and if you don't have a religion you're wherever you're supposed to be there you're just 
collapsed dust. You're not even paste. You're collapsed dust. You're basically vaporized instantly without, and you wouldn't even know it. You would never know. Um, and then if they were just sitting down there, they would have run out of oxygen by the time the, they, they found them. Uh, <clears throat> and that's, that's the, that's another bad thing is that they were out of oxygen if, if they were intact. So, um, you know, and, and condolences to the family. That's a, a, you know, a horrible thing to have to go through to lose. And if you think about it, you're losing a one, one person lost a husband and a son. So, uh, prayers go out to the family and, uh, you know, we hope they make it through this tragic, tragic event. Um, they found debris near the, uh, about a few feet, uh, I think it was 106 or a thousand feet from the wreckage of the Titanic. Not, they found it not far from the Titanic, just a thousand feet from the Titanic, I think. So, um, yeah, that's, you know, we have, I think it was three people and one pilot. So four people lost their lives that day. Um, and it happened that day as they were going down on Sunday. So, um, there, there have been plenty of news reports that have said, you know, that, that have showed this tourist attraction, uh, that news reporter made it and he made it back. And that was back in, I think 2013. I'm not sure about the year, but it was a few years back, like several years back, I should say. And, uh, they, they talked about, you know, how the submarine was basically janky and completely not, not, not in any way, very legitimate. And nor would they ever think to like, I think at one point something fell off of it or broke off of it. And they were like, Oh, well, that's not supposed to do that. We gotta, <laughs> we gotta fix that. Can't do the launch today. A Logitech controller, computer gaming controller was how they piloted it with three monitors. Uh, there are some things that you just shouldn't do. And unless you have a legitimate checked out vessel for doing that, I would not, I would not dare step foot underwater. Uh, it, it seems like a bad idea. A very bad idea, <laughs> you know, uh, and especially in the way, like if you saw the interior of that submarine, you'd look at it and go, no, nah, man, sorry. Um, I'm not doing this. How do we get out? Can we get out through the top? No. Why not? Uh, so wait, we're bolted in. There's no way for us to escape even if we need to. No. Okay. Then yeah, no, count me out, dog. Sorry. I want my money back. <laughs> uh, Josh Gates, uh, went in, went with host of destination, former host of destination truth. Um, and current host of Expedition Unknown, and I think there's another one that he's doing. Uh, I'm not sure, but congratulations to him uh, for the shows. But Josh Gates said he went in it, and he, you know, they got to a certain point, and then something happened, and they had to come back up. And he was like, you know what? Uh, I wouldn't. I, I got. I did it once. Didn't make it down to the Titanic, but we did. You know, they 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 wanted to take us back down. And I, he said, I, I refused. I would not get back on that thing. Uh, after being in it just a little bit, I, I'm not, not, he's like, I'm not comfortable. And I, I wouldn't be either. I wouldn't be either. 
Uh, that's terrifying. And then they had like a little portable toilet. That's also terrifying. I, I, if it doesn't have a full-on bathroom, I'm not going. And they tell you not to eat, so you know you're not gonna have to poop. <laughs> so yeah, I, I get that. I get that. But at the same time, no, I'm. I, I've always made it my thing to not get into a submarine. Like the submarines at Disney, that Disney Nemo ride. That's about as basic submarine as I'll get in. I will not get in a submarine at all. You can forget that. Count me out. Nah, sorry. Um, and and that's my thing. But I thought today, uh, since we're you know having the unfortunate news that we have, I, I figured we would kind of go into some of the the strange sounds that have been unexplained in the ocean, uh, and and just kind of go into them and and play them one and kind of give a description and and kind of talk about it because um, you know they they found the debris. Well, I mean. Not saying this happened, because obviously what happened is it imploded from the they found the wreckage and they're like, yep, we can say it imploded. Uh, but wouldn't it be crazy if they found like a giant tooth, like a monster ate them, like a sea monster was like finally they're starting to have sea monsters arising from the deep and attacking. Um, that would be pretty crazy, right? Well, there are some unexplained sounds that scientists just don't know what to do. It's got them scratching their heads. So let's talk about them. Let's talk about these sounds. You guys know them probably already. You've probably already heard them, but now you're going to get my spin on them. Okay? My spin. Um, so here we go. Are you ready? Underwater noises. Uh, so we've got, first off, the infamous bloop. So uh, the decidedly non-spooky nickname for this sound does little to dispel the mysterious uh, circumstances surrounding it. Uh, in 1997, the NOAA... That's national. Anyways, uh, we all know what the NOAA stands for. Hydrophones picked up on one of the loudest sounds ever recorded off the southern coast of South America. The bloop, which sounds well like a bloop, was recorded by two hydrophones nearly 3,000 miles apart. So, here we go. We're going to get this pulled up. This is the bloop. So that's the bloop, um, and it kind of the 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 video clip is longer. You can look you can look up all of these sounds on YouTube um, yourself and hear them. Um, and it kind of what it kind of does is it gets slowly builds and then crescendos down and then picks back up again. Um, so it 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 is one of those that you you hear and it's very bizarre very strange so it it does it does kind of sound like something like making a sound it it does sound very bizarre to be sure but NOAA has 
a very simple explanation for what they think it is. Um, now, we're going to get into that in a second. But first, a lot of people are out there claiming, you know, that the bloop kind of sounds like and, and almost mimics uh, marine animal sounds, but its volume is too great to be made by anything that we know of in science. And that's that's kind of a a big point is that they're like, this is this was loud enough to be heard off the coast of South America. Like, and it's, and it's big. So it, it's, it's like a lot of people are kind of pointing to Cthulhu, but you know, it's, that's kind of stupid. Let's, let's not take, uh, let's not take it so far that we go. And I don't think, and, and I'm going to be honest, I don't think anybody believes that, but let's, let's not, let's not, because some people won't know that, and then they'll go looking into it and think, oh, my God, this guy was probably... I mean, and there are some people that do believe that H.P. Lovecraft was talking about a real creatures and monsters. So um, there's already enough of that. But uh, the the NOAA has said that it sounds like ice fracturing. Like, they've, they've played it, and they, they've even played it where it's kind of like, oh, well, we can hear it from you know this far away it's probably an iceberg fracturing sliding off you know it's an ice quake and so it's the ice just kind of cracking off and rubbing against each other and that's what it is it's not any kind of large animal um that's possible they they kind of have something that was recorded between uh or in in 1997 uh, kind of between there and Nova Scotia, uh, the the Scotia Sea, um, and and it sounded kind. They said it kind of sounded similar, uh, and they said it would kind of probably have been between uh, the Bransfield Strait and the Ross Sea of Antarctica, maybe in, in East Antarctica, uh, even. So it's it's a very weird bizarre sound but it may have and if it does and if the 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 other sound the ice fracture sound sounds similar then you could probably but what if that wasn't what if that was just them saying oh well that's what that was back in 1997 and they really don't know again from 1997 they're just still assuming it makes sense it makes sense that they try to hide something large like that so just saying Now, let's move on to number two. Number two is Julia. So the weird noise, which sounds almost like someone cooing or whining, occurred on March 1st in 1999. The Eastern Equatorial Pacific Autonomous Array picked up this strange sound. So, 1999. And and they said it sounds like a weird cooing or a whining. So uh, let's let's play it. Let's play the Julia. Thank you. 
So that's pretty crazy, right? Um, it kind of sounds like a weird, a weird animal sound. It does sound like an animal. You could kind of hear that kind of being like a whale or something. It, it's not, it's not, it's not bizarre. It's not bizarre. But I, I, I don't know. I don't know what to think of that because that's really something. That's something, man. Uh, and I, I like it. I like. I like that they kind of have this strange sound that they can't explain. Uh, now, they said again, the NOAA researchers said that they suspect the hydrophones picked up icebergs. So why is it always, and why is it always icebergs? It's kind of like with aliens. Oh, it's a weather balloon. It's a weather balloon. That was a weather balloon. That was a weather balloon that crashed. That's why the material was like metal, but because, you know, the, the stuff that we use for weather balloons is a metal-like material that's kind of like plastic fucking uncrumple. That's exactly what it is. So, you know, whatever. It's, 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 it's fine. It's a weather balloon. Uh, it's ice breaking. It's ice breaking. So, um, now for me, that, that sound is so strange and so bizarre. It, it, it does kind of sound like, like I would think a whale or some kind of, it's like a large mammal or, uh, you know, reptile maybe, uh, that would be cool. Uh, like, Oh, there was a, you know, there was a show when I was a kid or when I was a teenager, like, well, maybe 13, 12 to 13 years old. And it was about like, for some reason, a storm hit and then the ocean started rising and this little boy found this egg and like it was just floating out in the, in like the, where he was in the flooded area he was at. And, you know, it hatches into this little aquatic dinosaur like creature, but it's, or like something from star Wars even. And turns out that, you know, people are starting boats and stuff are starting to go missing. There's a lot of strange things happening. And then these, the giant version of these creatures, are coming up out of the ocean. And that's what that's what the show was about, was these creatures, you know, finally coming to the ocean, these weird things happening, and these creatures, you know, rising from the depths. So it was pretty, very cool, very, very unique, very different. Um, and that's what it kind of, that's what I think of when I hear that sound, the, the Julia sound. So... The next one, it's going to be kind of bad. Uh, and I mean loud, 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 loud. So um, the next one is called the upsweep. Now with this sound, it, it's been described as like the sound of the scratch of branches against your bedroom window uh, if it just kept doing it. It's kind of like, an ambulance whale, or perhaps uh, a monster. You never know. Uh, but uh, it's been picked up by hydrophones seasonally since 1991, peaking in spring and fall. The source of the sound appears to be an area of undersea volcanic activity, but scientists have yet to pin down exactly what is causing it. So this happens seasonally. Uh, so it may be, you know, tectonic. 
you know, or 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 you know, seasons also have are are for you know mating mating seasons. You know, when whales go down into the certain you know areas of the ocean that are maybe warmer to have their calves, and then go back up to where it's cooler. Um, that happens a lot. So they may be picking, maybe it's picking up a new species of whale. Maybe it's picking up, uh, like there, there's actually a whale that, that's the loneliest whale, and it's very sad, so I don't want to get into it. Um, but it's seasonal. And it takes, it, it's in an area of volcanic activity, so it's something going around warm vents during mating season. It's something that's spawning near these volcanoes in those areas. I would, what I would do is I would put a camera down there and see if I could just see anything or hear anything constantly while it's, you know, while that's going on. And it's happened again and again and again since 1991, peaking in the spring, seasonally, peaking in the spring and fall. Those are, you know, the transitional periods between summer and winter. Maybe these things are down in those hot vents and then go out into the open ocean in colder areas away from volcanic activity. And it's got to be some kind of, you know, water-breathing animal. I don't know of anything that could that could breathe water, you know, that would be reptilian or, or mammal, but you never know. You never, you never know. You never, never fucking know. So let's, let's give this a listen. Let's give it a, let's give it a go. I'll, I'll bring you guys in gradually on it. I won't kill your ears hopefully, but uh, maybe turn down your volume and then bring it up a little bit. So let's hear that again. Let's, let's hear that again. Um, and I'm going to repeat this. This is the upsweep. This happens seasonally. It's happened seasonally since 1991. Peaking between in the spring and in the fall. So the and the source of the sound seems to be an area of undersea volcanic activity, but they can't they can't pin down what's making it. So let's think about this before we listen to that again. Mating seasons, multiple animals, and that sounds like multiple creatures. That sounds like multiple things. Maybe it's multiple like vents firing. It could be multiple vents going. But what if it's what if it's animals during mating season? Some kind of fish or water breathing marine reptile or or mammal. Scientifically possible, who knows? 
uh, or some kind of amphibian. Some kind of amphibious creature, like a salamander or something, a giant, uh, some kind of giant aquatic reptile-like amphibian or frog-like amphibian or something like that. Some kind of weird creature that can breathe water. Um, and and that's they're all just down there swimming, and 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 that's the sound that they make to attract a mate, or that's the sound they make when they're hunting, and they hunt around the vents. So. Uh, let's give that a listen again. Like I said, let's give it a listen again. Here it is. Um, not as bad as I thought it was going to be. I thought it was going to be a little bit louder than that, but here we go. That, that is bizarre. That is strange to me. Um, it, it's, it sounds, it sounds like, like I said, it sounds like multiple creatures just, you know, either hunting or doing something. But like I said, it, it's so strange to hear. So it, it, it's. It's like something's communicating, like something's just kind of, you know, it's just talking. It's talking. There's talking to each other. There's overlap in the, in the, in the firing off. Again, it could be volcanic activity firing off like, but they, they, they would, they haven't said that. They didn't say that. And I think that they would say that if they knew that, because it would be the simplest answer. Um, now we're going to, we're going to move on, uh, because I could talk all day about that one. Uh, that one's my favorite. We've got next the slowdown. Now, for me, the slowdown, they said it was off the Antarctic Peninsula. They think it's just an iceberg slowing down. Uh, I, I, I could believe that. I could believe that. So uh, let's give it a listen real quick. Okay, uh, okay. So, I, I've heard hydrophones that have collected the sounds of submarines slowing down, like large submarines, military submarines, small. It doesn't matter what size. I've listened to a bunch of different ones to, because to me, it's it kind of sounded similar to that. Um, and I just, and mainly, if you just look up submarine uh, sounds, sounds of a submarine on a hydrophone, you know or a submarine recordings of submarines on a hydrophone, you know, passing by. It sounds kind of similar. There's a there's a kind of similar, but it's it's not it's not like that exactly, but it's similar. So, it'll sound like a as it passes over. So, you'll get the you get the 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 light as it's approaching the heavier as it's getting right up on it and the deep as it's over it. And then the, is the propeller going through? No, no. 
but it'll be faster. I just can't go as fast as that deep. Like, like that. It'll sound like that. Uh, and so that's kind of similar, but I don't want to say it's very similar. Uh, it, it, do I believe it could be an iceberg? Yes. Because it sounds... It just, it sounds believable. Uh, it, it sounds like, uh, it sounds like an iceberg slowing down. Uh, it, it doesn't, it doesn't sound like a monster to me, in my opinion. So I'm I'm going to I'm gonna say in in my honest opinion that it is not not real, or well I'm well it's real, obviously it's real. So I'm a dummy for saying that. First of all, I'm just I, that wasn't the word I wanted. Uh, it just popped in there, and I was like, "Yep, sure, that sounds good." Nope, nope, sure doesn't. Um, it it sounds very bizarre but it doesn't sound like it's a biological animal. That's what I want to say. So let's move on. Let's move on. It's, it's interesting, but I don't think it's, I don't think it's a monster. <laughs> um, I doubt it very much so. I think it's probably an, an iceberg slowing down or a submarine. Um, so the next sound is called, um, mysteriously enough, it's called the train. So this sound is like you would expect. It sounds like a train. It's a steady hum uh, that, that originated out of the Antarctic Ross Sea. Suspected culprit, iceberg, uh, dragging its keel along the ocean floor. So it sounds kind of like, uh, again, kind of like the slowdown, but just a bit different. Okay, here we go. Okay. Okay. So that one's interesting. Um, hmm. I don't know what to think of that, man, because that's kind of a... That's a... Ah, that's a good one, because it, it could be a biological entity that made that sound. 
I, I I'm not gonna lie. That kind, of, but it it does. The only thing that shifts me from that is the fact that it carries on for so long. Um, it's a big, a big, you know, uh, it has a big, you know, and it keeps going for a bit. So it's like, okay, you're holding that, you're holding that, that, that high note. I get it. You've got it. But then it cut, ooh, ooh. So that also, but that could, but in a way that could also lead or lend, lead, lend credence to the entire, you know, iceberg slowing down thing. It's like, you know, it hits a, a rock or something. And then after it hits that rock or it scrapes that rock, it kind of, that rock kind of, you know, gives it a little bit of a drop off before it gets finally to the other rocky shore where it just starts. And it just tones down. That's a possibility. But to me, it sounds kind of like a creature as well. So either way. Um, So next, uh, we only got two more to cover. And really the other one was kind of a, a weird one. So I wanted to save it for last because it, it actually has a, an origin now. Um, so this one though, this, before we get to that one, we have the whistle. So the whistle sounds more like a kettle of boiling water. Uh, but it doesn't make it any less strange recorded in July of 1997. The whistle was only picked up by a single hydrophone, making it impossible to pinpoint its source. However, according to NOAA, Similar sounds have been recorded from erupting submarine volcanoes. So underwater volcanoes erupting sound like this. Uh, So it sounds like it might have been caused by fire, not ice. But let's give it a listen. Let's see what we can hear. Okay, so to me, that sounds more like a ghost. You know, it sounds a lot more like a a ghost than it does anything else. It, it, I wouldn't call it the whistle. I'd call it the, and I, I mean, it could be a volcano, could be a volcano. Um, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna say it's not, um, it's very strange. And so it's, it's very bizarre that they can't identify it, but it, it is definitely something. Um, but that's, man, that's how those hydrophones pick up stuff. And what, what we don't know, what we don't understand about what is in the ocean is incredible. Um, so we're very, 
uh, it's very scary and very lucky that we have such an amazing planet to be on right now. Um, and we, uh, again, we don't know if that was a volcano or if that was a creature. I'm, I'm not, I mean, I'm going to kind of roll with the scientist if they think it's a volcano. It kind of had that, you know, like a eruption sound, but I don't know, man. I don't know what an underwater volcano eruption sounds like, and you could probably look it up. But, uh, yeah, man. So the last one that I wanted to cover was called the, the, the quack or the bio duck. Um, and it would, it was like these people were on submarines and I think it was during world war two, but they were on submarines and they kept hearing as they were traveling through the Atlantic, they kept hearing these strange sounds. Um, Oh, no, I'm sorry, the Southern Ocean. It was the Southern Ocean. Uh, they were traveling through there, and they kept hearing these strange sounds. They kept hearing these weird, they're like, this is, this is an animal, though. It's an animal. It's an animal. And so when they heard these sounds, they said, it sounds like a duck quacking, blah, blah, blah. And it was a mystery for a while. Well, a mystery, it is no more. It turns out that the bio duck quacks were the Antarctic mink whale having a chat. It was just mink whales talking, essentially. That's what that was. So the uh, the bio duck, the weird quack, the ocean quack, is has been debunked. It has been solved. So that's good. It's good that I guess we have a reasonable answer for for that um do i you know do i do i believe the icebergs you know slowing down things sure possible um the julie is or the upsweep is more of a and the julie are the two best ones that have the biological uh entity emitting that sound they have the best chances and i mean i'm sorry but the upsweep definitely sounds like several creatures communicating to each other or talking to each other hunting mating season doesn't matter which they're just that sounds like something talking and it only happens in the spring and the fall or between spring and fall so i don't know i don't know bizarre weird strange uh but imagine um now let, let's say let, let's avail the situation that that had gone on and if Imagine being in a small, encapsulated uh, just a small uh, just being encapsulated inside of a small submarine that is trapped down there. Imagine if they had made it down and they were stuck in that submarine. I mean, that's terrifying in itself. That is horrifying. But imagine being down there and hearing these things, like hearing things. Like imagine if you're down there trapped and you're, but you're submersible is fine. You're just trapped. Imagine that and hearing the strangest sounds you've ever heard. Imagine being in a submersible and shutting off all the lights when you hit the bottom and when you turn them back on again, there's a huge eye looking back at you. It's not a squid. It's not, you know, it, or it could be. It could be a giant squid. could be a sea monster. could be a whale. 
could be anything. You know, what, 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 you know, let's see what happens type of thing. I don't know. I don't know about that. And that's why I would never go in a submersible. But other than that, boys and girls, guess what? We've come to the end of the show. Unfortunately, it's that time again. So, um, you know, to round it all out, I think we've got some strange creatures down there that are just waiting to pop up, and I can't wait. I can't wait. Now, hopefully they don't want to eat us all. Uh, But other than that, guys, have a great night. And once again, thank you for going down this paranormal rabbit hole with me. Good night.